0: This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the seventh Sunday of Easter, the Sunday after the Ascension, the second of June. Sometimes we priests will phone each other up and say on a Saturday afternoon, for example, what are you preaching about this weekend? And I was speaking to a priest friend of mine a couple of days ago as I prepared for the Ascension and I said to him, you know, I'm not sure how I'm going to describe the ascension of our Lord into heaven this year, what I'm going to say about it. And he said, why don't you just tell them to get on a train and go to London and go and visit the Shard and take the express lift up to the very top of the Shard and then they'll get an experience of what the ascension might be like. Well, I said my people are a little bit more theologically astute than that, but he was obviously joking. But we all, of course, have our own ideas of what getting to heaven and what eternal life is going to be like. And speaking about realities that have we have no direct ex- of experience of is always challenging. And the end of life, just as the start of life, are enigmas to us. I often reflect in the quiet of the church here that you can see the whole spectrum of life pass before your eyes. What happens in our church is like the Christian life in microcosm. Many of you will have begun life at the font at the entrance to our church, and you may have been led up the aisle of this church to your first communion and every other Sunday since. You've had your sins forgiven in one of the confessionals, and perhaps you stood here before the altar and pronounced your marriage vows. And we finally will end our life on earth as we are brought to rest before the altar at our funeral. But before we enter the doors of the church, and just as after our bodies are carried out, there has been, and there will be, life. We have existed in the eye of God from all eternity, and from the moment of our conception, we are immortal. We are made to live forever. This is what the ascension of Christ that we just celebrated on Thursday reminds us of Monsignor Ronald Knox once said that trying to speak about the afterlife, especially heaven, is like wanting to play the works of Wagner on the teeth of a comb. But that doesn't stop us having our own ideas and insights about eternal things, and they're usually based on things that bring us joy and contentment here on earth. So for someone, that might be endless beauty treatments, for another, fine dining, and for others, a continuous, beautiful liturgy. Whatever helps us. But we shouldn't get too immersed in earthly images, because the truth is, as St. Paul says, no one knows. Important as worldly consolations and life on earth can be, it is only for a time. This is not the definitive life. It's not an end in itself. We are not made for earth. We've been created for heaven. The apostles, saddened by what had happened at the Passion and Death of Jesus, were comforted and encouraged by the thought of heaven. This thought also comforts us in moments of trial or loss in our lives. Sometimes when we lose someone precious to us, there can be that complete sense of devastation, wondering how we're ever going to carry on. The apostles must have felt like that before they experienced the resurrection. But with death will come the meeting with the object of all our beauty and longing and desire, the moment when all the beauty and goodness of this world will be found in God. St Paul tells us that when we die, our perishable bodies will become imperishable. That means this body, not another one the same or similar. When these bodies die, wherever and however we lay them to rest, they are like the body of Christ, buried in the earth, prepared to have another life because our essential nature is spiritual and it is with glorified bodies that we shall be raised up again. The Catechism of the Catholic Church teaches, it is of vital importance to be fully convinced that the identical body which belongs, belongs to each of us during life shall, though in, though corrupt and dissolved into its original dust, be raised to life again. And St Augustine states clearly that this flesh will rise the same which was buried the flesh which now falls ill and suffers this same flesh will rise again our personality will continue to be the same and we will have our own body but vested with glory and splendor if we have been faithful And all of this is professed by us in the Creed week after week I believe in the resurrection of the body and life everlasting our bodies in heaven will continue being bodies, they will occupy space, just as the glorious bodies of Christ, his mother and the saints do. We have been made by God to live with him forever. This is why the words of support of the Colossians always remind us of this truth. Keep your eyes fixed on heaven, where Christ lives at the right hand of God. These words tell us the very essence of what life on earth is all about. So every day is like a a dress rehearsal for our definitive meeting with God because each day brings us nearer to our birthday, into eternal life. Each day is like a life lived in miniature, from waking to sleeping, from sunrise to sunset. Each encounter with God in this place is a page of our pilgrimage towards eternal life. So let us go from Mass today as the Apostles came down from that hill where Jesus had ascended and pray as they began to pray with Mary for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our lives and in the church at Pentecost next weekend. Let us pray. Graciously hear our supplications, O Lord, so that we who believe that the Saviour of the human race is with you in your glory may experience as he promised the eternal life above, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen.